Good afternoon, everybody. This is Rashad Gibson, your host of Gospel Thoughts. And today I wanted to talk to you guys about the adjudication of truth. We all have to be adjudicators, in other words, judges. Now, you may say, Rashad, why are you saying that? Doesn't the Bible say, judge not lest you be judged? Yes, it does say that. Matthew chapter 7 verse 1 states that very clearly. And if you were to isolate that particular verse by itself, you would be accurate in your exegetical conclusion. But the reality is, if you isolate that verse without reading its full entire context, you would be in error in coming to that conclusion. Let me read to you the entire context in Matthew chapter 7 down to verse number 5, and then we begin to understand what this means and where I'm, where I'm going with this in this podcast. So let me just read it to you guys. Matthew 7 verse 1. Judge not that you be judged, for with the judgment you pronounce you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, will be measured to you. Why do we see the speck that? Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, "Let me take the speck out of your eye," when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Now, that was a text that Jesus was speaking primarily to his disciples and to a crowd at large, actually, in that particular context. But Jesus is speaking this about judgment. When you read the entire text, he's not saying that we ought not to judge. What he's saying is we ought not to use hypocritical judgment. In other words, say, for instance, if you smoke and you see another person smoking, don't attempt to go up to him to tell him to quit smoking when you will not quit smoking because then you'll be called a hypocrite. In fact, when you read the entire context of that section, that's why he gives the example about a log in your brother's eye as opposed to a log in your eye. He's giving an example of saying, this is how you're supposed to judge. Take the plank out of your own eye, then go to your brother and take the plank out of his eye. In other words, if you are one that is smoking, you quit smoking. Once you quit smoking, you go to your brother and say, hey, brother, I think you should quit smoking. So you're making a judgment, a righteous judgment that will help better another person. You know, 
even when you get practical with this, having a log in your eye, that was, I mean, that, I mean, Jesus was being, he was being extremely, he was being extremely, um, blatant and, and using an example of a log, like, you know, you're walking around with a big log in your eye. But even if you were to go down to saying having a piece of wood or even an eyelash in your eye, that can be very, very annoying. You know, you ever have an eyelash, you know, falling inside your eye and it's bothering you. And you're trying to get it out and everything. It can be very, very annoying. It can be very, very impeding. And usually we can take the eyelash out ourselves once it falls in our eye. Usually we don't need another person to do that for us. Sometimes we do. But the whole point is, whatever it, whatever it is that is impeding your sight, in this sense, your spiritual sight, it needs to be removed. You know, this afternoon when I was in prayer, the reason why I, I created this podcast is because I came out of prayer and this was all in my mind and in my spirit. I said, you know, I'm going to talk about it. And I was thinking about things that's happening in our day. And this is something that you may not, you may not see. And honestly, God, I mean, well, I think this, I think over a period of time, practically, I've just been been thinking this way and operating in this way, but I didn't think of articulating it in this way. And I think it's right and I think it's true. In our day, what is what has happened is we have allowed society, the news media, politicians, even some quote-unquote educational experts to adjudicate to adjudicate truth for us. In other words, we're having people outside of ourselves that are adjudicating truth and you are the subject in which you must accept it because it's the final opinion. And it's done all the time. And it's getting more and more authoritarian as time goes on. What I'm saying is this. Say, for instance, let's just talk about what's going on currently or culturally within our, within our society. It has already been adjudicated that black men are primarily the only ones being shot down are killed by the police. That is the adjudication that has come down through the news media, through the politicians, and now in the culture. So that is the final opinion that has been levied against the great majority of us living in the United States. Would you agree with that? If if you have been listening to this podcast, the last of our podcast, and you would know that that is not the truth in, in the sense of black men being the only being the only race in which um, 
police brutality is taking place. It's just not the, it's just not the truth or better yet that black men are not the only um, individuals being killed unjustly by the police. However, that is what has been adjudicated by the powers that be. And you, the subject, is to accept that. And if you don't accept that, you will be penalized. Are you following me? You know, I've been arguing for the last week or so about, um, well, let me just backtrack. I've been discussing the the death of George Lynch, I mean, George Lynch, George um, Floyd, and how it, it has and is a tragedy. But I've also been speaking about George Floyd is not the only one that has died from police brutality. And when I mean not the only one, I mean not the only one in representing the entire African-American community. There has been multiple African-American deaths by the, hand of, by the hands of the police in which the, how the story is being sold to us is that the, the African-American community is the only community that is being affected by unjust killings by the police. When in reality, I can name you multiple names of white people who have been killed by the police unjustly, yet you have not heard about them and you will not hear about them. Because the decision has already been made to keep that silent. You try to go on Google. I mean, Google's horrible. Google is a... The Google search engine is entirely manipulated. I try to get away from it, and I, I use Duck Duck. I think it's called Duck 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 um, Goose. I think it's called that search engine because it gives more. It's not as manipulated as Google in finding information. You try to go on Google to search to search about white men being killed by police, you will have a very difficult time finding that information. So you have to use alternative methods. And one of the methods is to go and use another search engine. But nonetheless, <clears throat> and same what I'm saying, the reason why we are in the, the position that we're in today is because the powers that be has have adjudicated that black men are the only ones being killed by police. And that's why there's a lot of black men that are angry right now. Because in their minds, they are believing it only happens to us. That is, this is how evil, this is how evil our news media is. This is how evil the powers that be are. They know what they're doing is absolute deception. They know it. They absolutely, totally know it. But they don't care. 
And that is why I'm telling, I'm saying to each and every one of you that is listening to this podcast, you have to be an adjudicator. You have to be a judge. You have to use right judgment. If you do not, you will be deceived if you're depending on the news media, if you're depending on cultural popular opinion, you're certainly going to be deceived. And that is one of the things I'm trying to get through to people. You cannot, let me just say it like this. The Lord Jesus commanded us to do what? To love the Lord thy God with all of our heart all of our soul, all of our strength, and what else? With all of our mind. He gave us a mind to use it. Not to be sheeple. Not to follow along with, I hate to say it, a lot of these satanic big corporations who are trying to absolutely control your mind. He commands us to engage our minds. You know, one of the things that I thought about today and thinking this through is I said, what would heaven be saying in this? What would be the, what would heaven say? Because heaven knows, let me be more simple about this. Jesus knows everything. He knows everything. He knows about the murder of George Floyd. He knows about the murder of Zachary Hammond. He knows about the death of Michael Brown. He knows about the death of or the shooting of Ariel Roman. He knows about the death or the shooting of or killing of Trayvon Martin. And he knows about the death of Duncan Limp. He knows the details of all of these killings, whether they're black or whether they're white. He knows the details. He knows it all. So what does that mean to you, pastor? What does that mean to you, Christian? That we should be adjudicating this, that we have to gather the information, the, all the, we need to gather all the information that's available to us say on this particular topic and say, you know what, let's sit down and let's, let's, let's really look at the evidence. Let's put it, let's put this in our own courtrooms. Let's look at the evidence. Have there been black shootings and black shootings that were unjustly done by police officers or killings unjustly, uh, done by officers, police officers? Yes. Has there been unjust killings that's by police officers that's happened to white men? Yes. What are the details between all these different uh, scenarios? Were they justified? Were they not? Why is one overreported and why is one underreported? And when you begin to adjudicate in that manner, that's when you have firm ground to stand on because you know the truth. Heaven knows the truth. Jesus knows the truth. He 
you as if you're a leader should know the truth. You should not be a sheep and just carry on with what the culture tells you to carry on with or with your political pundits tell you to carry along with or with your what your congregation wants you to carry along with. I'm seeing too many leaders be sheep. Be sheep. And some of it is because culturally, they just go along with it. Other of it may be the, be, be the fact of I'm too afraid to say anything that is contrary to the culture, so I go along with it. And some some folks are just flat lazy. They just don't want to do the homework. So not only, and let, me, let me go back. Let me take a step back further. Even if you're not a leader, even if you're not a pastor, if you have a family, you are a leader. What are you telling your wife? What are you telling your kids? Are you just if you're if you're a black man, are you just telling your kids, hey, hey son, hey daughter, you gotta watch out because the white man's out to get you? You are a horrible leader if you tell them that. And I mean that. You are a horrible leader. And vice versa. If you're a white man telling your kids that, oh, you better watch out. The black man's out to get you. You're horrible as well. Or if you're a white individual and you're saying, hey, you know, we need to really unite with these uh, with our black brothers because they're really being shot down and we got to we got to do something about this. I understand the sentiment, but you're still wrong. What about your own white sons and daughters who are being shot down? What about them? See, this is what I'm saying. We need to have a heavenly perspective. A heavenly perspective. We are not supposed to be like the world. So why are we acting like it? Let's be adjudicators of truth with the full picture of what's going on. And I'm going to tell you, if you begin to do that, you will contradict much of what goes on in our mainstream media. Therefore, you're going to contradict a lot of things that goes on culturally. And that's going to cause for you to have some courage. So if a black man gets shot down by the police, yes, you have compassion on that family. You pray for that family. You pray for those who are involved. But don't don't turn a blind eye if a white man has the same same fate. Don't make this a one sided a one sided issue when it's not. And that's the problem. And that one sidedness. Is satanic. Yes, it is absolute satanic. That is not, this is not how God works. We talk about racial reconciliation. How in the, how in the world are you going to have racial reconciliation when you're not even dealing with truth? How are you going to have it? I told my wife this the other, uh, this might have been this morning or, or yesterday. 
I said, five years, no, I'm sorry, five months, five weeks, five days maybe, there will be another, more than likely, George Floyd. And it will be, it'll be posted all over the television screen and it will bring another upheaval in society. You see, all this stuff that's going on right now, people, and I get so annoyed. I'm, I'm just being transparent. I get so annoyed because we've we've been through this with Michael Brown. We've been through this with Trayvon Martin. We've been this, we've been through this with Eric Garner, and we have the same we had the same protests. We had the same riots. We had all this stuff going on, and nothing changes. And no one. And the whole myth of the matter is, it only happens to people of color. And no one stand up with a voice saying, that's a lie. We're being manipulated. What's the full story? You're never going to have racial you're never going to have racial reconciliation if you don't have truth to begin with. If you're going to allow someone else to adjudicate for you to tell you what's true or not, then all bets are off. Step out the pulpit. Find another, find another profession. Because all you are is a puppet. But if we begin in a place to say, hey, this is happening on both sides. First of all, is it really a racial issue in these incidences? And in some cases, they're not racial issues because sometimes it's white officers, white officers killing white men. And sometimes it's black officers killing black men. And sometimes it's black officers killing white women that are unarmed. And then sometimes it's white men killing black men unarmed. And it can be all conglomerated issues. Yes, it can be racial at times. Other times it can be very bad training. Other times it can just be a very bad police officer. Other times it can be very bad decision making. But someone has to use their brain and say, wait a minute. This is being taken way out of context and is being used in a political way to wedge race division. But in order to do that, you can't be a sheep. In order to say that, you can't be a sheep. In order to say that, you can't be a sheep. You're going to have to step out of the fold, my friend. And then, like I said, it doesn't matter if you're a pastor or not. It doesn't matter if you're a community leader or not. If you're a parent, you should be talking like this. God forbid we have a generation of people who are so angry with the other race because their parents taught them to be angry with the other race. Or it may not even be just the race, just because their ideology is not as racist as their ideology. And I'm going to tell you like I'm going to tell you straight up. If you're a black man telling your son or your daughter that the white man's out to get them and they need to be very 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 protective and, and very very careful around them, you are a racist. You know that, right? 
You're not taking precautions. You're being, you know why, you, you know how you're a racist? Because you're being manipulated to be a racist because of the bad information you've been told. And because you don't have the full picture. The reality is, at heart, you're probably not a racist. But because you've been bad, you've been told bad information, your thinking has been totally twisted because you have taken the adjudication of the news media and politicians and you've applied that to your your own ideology without thinking twice about it. And here we are. So this is not a time for us to be lazy and just take in what what else what else what everyone else is saying. Again, we have to look at it and say, what is heaven saying? What is heaven instructing us to do? What is God saying? What is Jesus saying? Get the full picture before you make a judgment. Well, I mean, just think about it for a moment. What if what if our own individual lives were were basic, basically a individual courtroom? And just what if every time something came up like this, the whole thing with unjust killings by the police, we just went along with what the public opinion said, and we didn't take the time out to hear the full sided story. It's amazing to me. I want you to think about this for a moment. It's amazing to me how a lot of black folks that would say, well, the criminal justice system is messed up because, you know, it's always, you know, going against black people and this, that, and the third. If you really believe that, are you taking your time out to see the full picture in your own adjudications in life? And how you form your worldviews, and how you form your world, how you form your opinions, your conclusions, or or, or 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 are you as biased or messed up as the justice system as you perceive it to be in your own life? Just maybe that may wake you up to what I'm talking about. We must be our own adjudicators. We must be as best a judge we can be as we can be. If you wouldn't want a if you would not want a unjust judge to oversee your case, don't be an unjust judge to your culture, to our society. It's amazing. In verse two, Jesus says, for with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Isn't that interesting? In other words, if you judge in a very biased way, guess what? Society may judge you in a very biased way. All black men, 
the only person being killed by the police are black men. Really? Is that your is is that your adjudication? Is that your own individual adjudication? I can go on and on about this. But the whole point I'm trying to make is let's be very, very careful in when we make our decisions. Let me just read to you. This is actually from Proverbs. I posted about this. I don't know. Sometime, sometime this week. I think it's Proverbs chapter 20. Verse 10. It says this. Unequal weights in unequal measures are both alike in abomination to the Lord. You know, just like how you have weights on the scale and they, you know, depending on what you put on the scale, you could put, say, a brick on a scale or put, you know, two jugs of water on a scale and they can go back and forth. We need to balance our scale out. You don't want to have such an un, uh, such a rather a biased perspective and you adjudicate life that way and you can't see anything. You know, one thing I will tell you is this. Living in this society in the United States, we're almost baptized with a far left ideology flowing from our politicians and through the media. So you're already baptized in that. And then you have to really, then you have to get down to, okay, what's the truth? They're going to tell you some things that are the truth, but then you, do, you got to do your own homework. You got to use your own thinking skills to get to the, to the real fuller picture. And of course, they would attempt to demonize any type of Christian perspective. Of course, of course, us Christians, we're so, you know, um, you know, we just don't think whatever. That's what the, the general consensus would say, you know, we just believe blindly. So we have to begin to think with a fuller picture instead of just this liberal picture that is forced down our throats. And like I said, you will get pushed back. So anyway, I'm going to stop here today. I just want to make this podcast to, to hold in that point of, yes, we do need to be individuals, individual adjudicators when it comes to truth. Because if you do not, if you do not, someone else is going to adjudicate the truth for you, which will effectively have a huge effect on how you perceive life. And that can be very, very problematic. All right, guys. Have a blessed Sunday, and I'll be talking to you guys very soon. God bless.